everyone, I'm Danny Pomploon. And I'm Rocky Heron. And welcome to Dharma, Dharma Dudes. Dudes. Dude. Dharma. Dharma Dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> welcome to the show. This is our very, very, very first episode. Um, and we're super excited. And uh, yeah, right? Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm excited. You can speak for me in that, in that way. Okay. Okay, well, well, I guess without further ado, here goes the show. Dharma Dudes. Rocky. Danny? I feel like I sweat all the time because I'm always running from class to class. No, nobody thinks that about you. We don't say that about you. We're just like, <laughs> Danny must have just taken a nice swim. He's really active. Yeah, that's totally what it is. I'm just so fit all the time fitness. All the time fitness. All the time fitness. No, but so what I end up doing is um, I end up carrying like extra pairs of clothes with me in my bag. And recently I've been using Ohm Apparel um, and they've got some really cool stuff. So they have these pants called, get this, Dharma pants. I love that. Do you get it? Because we're Dharma dudes. Wait. Oh, that's the name of the episode of the podcast. That's us. Right. Right. Yeah, that's us. But they're really, really, really extremely comfortable. And the other thing that I love about this company is all their stuff is super eco-friendly. So it works out for you and the planet? Sign me up. The planet. Yeah. And guess what? If our listeners type in the code Danny, they get 10% off their order. What? How how's Owen Apparel gonna make a single how are they gonna make a profitable business if they're basically giving their stuff away like this? I mean, you know, it's for the planet. Hey, they're doing their <laughs> Dharma, dude. Oh, really? Their stuff is amazing. It's the it's the only stuff that I've been wearing recently. I feel like their clothes is just fully... I feel like it's made for, like, my body, and I feel like it's... Even their, like, normal everyday pants that I wear, um, they have some other ones called the Voyager that I wear, the... the um, joggers mm-hmm. and they're just super co- like they're cozy biking they're cozy walking to the studio and back like you know kind of in the in-between their stuff is super fire well what i know for sure danny is that you're worth it that i'm worth it and that our listeners are worth it so if they know what they're worth they'll be typing in that promo code danny and get themselves <laughs> some dharma pants from Home apparel i agree we'll leave all that information down in the show notes and we'll also leave a little link so y'all can get a super fat discount on the super comfortable clothing p-h-a-t super fat hey rocky what are you doing for new year's oh i don't know i was maybe just gonna like go have some champagne and like set some resolutions i won't keep (laughs) you (laughs) I mean, I was going to think about going to Mexico with, I don't know, you? Oh my God, I could totally do that. The other plans, I mean, I told my friends I would do that resolution thing, but I would love to go to Mexico with you. I feel like we should, oh wait, nope, we're going to Mexico. Okay, where? Uh, We're going to Todos Santos, Mexico, which is the southern tip of Baja. And Rocky, what are we going to do there? I don't know. I mean, I really love your company, but it'd be cool if we could bring like a whole bunch of people with us just in case like, you know, we get tired of each other. I mean, I think that's a great idea. And I think that we should do some yoga. And I think that we should do some goal setting and some New Year's resolutions that we're actually going to stick with. And I think that we know some really cool deity that might be able to help us with this. 
We're talking about Ganesh. <laughs> come, come on, Ganesh, real nice. Come on, Ganapati. <laughs> come on, obstacles. Come on, remover. Uh, seriously, though, huh? Come through. <laughs> come through for yourself and invite yeah. Ganesh to come through for you. So we'll spend five days in Mexico, as you said, setting intentions, but the kind of intentions that stick. So Yeah, for sure. For sure. And we have, I think like half of the spots are sold right now. So, and we haven't really, this is our, our first announcement on it. So I think we only have like half of it left, but if y'all want to sign up for the retreat, you can sign up down in the show notes. There's a link to Rocky's website. There's a link to my website. And then there's a link to our booking website, but we're going to spend five days in Mexico. The food is amazing. The venue is awesome. And we are just going to, uh, I'd say like bring in New Year's in, in a new light, in a new way and spend some time cultivating some community and really nurturing ourselves. Storytelling, asana, pranayama, meditation, adventure, chips and salsa, beach, pool, laughter. What Sign more do you need up. to know? <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> See you guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Rocky, this is our very first episode. I feel so new. I feel fresh. I feel full of possibility. Is I mean, spring? yeah, I, but wait, it is spring. I love that we planned our first episode to coordinate with spring. I feel like we really dialed. I mean, I, mean, I felt like I got a download, you know, from like the universe. I was like, we should do it during spring. I started to get the download and then it was buffering for a long time. And then I was like, <laughs> I need to change and you go in the other room. So I changed I went to I went back and forth like for a while. Then I like called Spectrum and I was like, anyway, I got the download too. Thank you, universe. Sometimes life, you know, sometimes life makes you buffer for a minute, but oh my gosh. <laughs> I feel like we're tone setting really well. We're doing really well. So for those of you tuning in, welcome to our very first episode of Dharma Dudes. We're so excited. Yes. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah. Thank you for... No, Rocky, thank you for tuning in. <laughs> thank you for thanking me for tuning in. <laughs> no one ever does that. So right. thank you. Um, <laughs> this this train is quickly going to be derailed. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, if, if our listeners are not familiar with the concept of a bit train, then yeah. let me tell you, train is at the station, all aboard. We're just gonna drive these bits into the ground. <laughs> chugga chugga clunk 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 clunk. Yeah, chugga yeah. chugga clunk 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 clunk. Hashtag chugga chugga clunk 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 is trending right now. <laughs> <laughs> that was the, that was the download I got. So I'm glad you got it too. I love it. I love it. I love. I love uh, a couple things. I love that we uh, first. I love that I say a couple things all the right, time. I was gonna say I, uh, I love that you only love a couple things, but I, I, guess I always every. Every single time. Um, I love that we decided to just start to create this other area where we get to talk about all, all things that we want to, but to like specifically, you know, getting into Dharma today and what it means and what it means to you and what it means to me and how, you know, right. yeah, like, I mean, yeah. Well, it occurred to me that, that we're calling this Dharma dude. So we should either use the first episode to, to define Dharma, or we could talk about the concept of dudes which I know you and I probably have a lot of, well, we are dudes, I think. Are, I have no experience with dudes. I know, I know a couple I of dudes. I have more, ex more experience with dude bro dudes, but not just dudes. 
I mean, we could change this podcast to Dharma Bro Dudes if that feels more in your wheelhouse of expertise. Kid, what about Dharma Bro Dude, Dude Bro Guy? Mm, I like that as a working, like for us behind the scenes, but I feel like the listeners, I would that would be asking a lot of them, I think. Okay. Well, we can just, let's, you know what? Let's we'll simplify it. That... We're not married to any of it. <laughs> let's, let's, let's talk about Dharma. Okay. Okay. So, um, well, I, w- I guess I would, I would ask for the listener to, this is the teacher in me coming out, uh, disclaimer, I'm a yoga teacher and a yoga teacher trainer. So I often assume that position, um, even when, Wait. even when not asked, I um, have a, I have, um, I have, what do you call that? Like when you like have to say something and no one knows and it's like, it's not a secret, but it's like, oh, reveal. There we go. That's what it is. I have a reveal as well. Are you ready? Yeah. I too am a yoga teacher and that's where I know trainer. you from. Okay. Yeah. I get it now. I yeah. Like, he looks so familiar. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I know it's no, rough, it makes sense. But... That's why it's Danny Pompson yoga. Right. Right. No, no, no. I just like the word yoga. I didn't actually, it wasn't actually, I just, I just, yeah, like Danny, Danny Pumploon. What would be a, it would be a fun game for the listener. Like it, it, we shouldn't make it a drinking game because like, <laughs> you know, that's maybe like you take a shot of kombucha or something every time we allude to the topic we're going to talk about today and then derail into a bit that's not related. And then like by the end of the episode, everyone's going to be drunk off kombucha and probably will have not learned anything. <laughs> <laughs> but at least they'll be at least they'll be like really you know like, like probiotic-y and like healthy and like that's a fun game oh my god if if the result of this podcast is that we that the byproduct is that the world's collective guts are more populated with healthy bacteria i feel like i've done my job yeah yeah i mean i, th- I think so i think so too dharma dharma what does dharma mean all right, so I have I have two definitions just so that we know what the dictionary says. All right. Okay. So which dictionary? Dharma, um, Google. Okay. Dot com. <laughs> the the Google dictionary is there another dictionary? I mean, I'm pretty sure that Google is Webster's internet pen name, so that's perfect. <laughs> I don't know. Continue. Okay. So Dharma, a noun, in Indian religion. The eternal and inherent nature of reality, uh, regarded in Hinduism as cosmic law, underlying right behavior and social order. Okay. Okay. In Buddhism, hmm. the nature of reality, regarded as the universal truth taught by the Buddha, the uh, teachings of Buddhism, and then there's a bonus: an aspect of truth or reality. Just an aspect. Boom. Mm-hmm. That's what it says. An aspect of truth or reality. So by those definitions, Dharma can refer to law in the macrocosmic sense, cosmic law, natural law, individual sort of ethical agreements, law, societal law, or that'd be more Hindu, Hindu uh, interpretation, or Buddhist is that it's the law as defined by the Buddha or the teachings, which maybe aren't law, but are right. Capital T truth. Right. It's like, yeah, it's like your, um, I mean, it's almost like you're like a, a duty, I think. Well, so then law, so duty could be when I hear duty, I hear obligation, like to be dutiful is to, is to fulfill your obligations. Um, which sounds like choice. 
like the choice yeah. to, sure. to, to fulfill your duty. But mm -hmm. if it's cosmic law or natural law, then you kind of don't have a choice. It's just the way it is. So we say right. an aspect of reality. Well, that would kind of like, I like that translation because it, 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 um, accounts for the fact that everything subscribes or ascribes to law in one way or another. Do you feel Rocky, like you, like you personally have found your Dharma this lifetime? Uh, well, may I offer my translation of Dharma? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, actually, mm. let's do that. Actually, let me, let me hear what you have to say. Oh, I like that. I feel so heard. <laughs> um, <laughs> wait, let, let me see you too. Okay. Got it. <laughs> hey girl. Um, <laughs> hey girl. <laughs> I talk about Dharma girl. <laughs> well, welcome to, welcome to Dharma dude, girl. <laughs> Dharma Rocky dude. and I started, the, Dharma Rocky and I started this weird language before we started recording and we were thinking about not subjecting you guys to it, but we did. Yep. That's usually, that's kind of how I operate in most of my relationships. I'm like, I'm, I think I'm going to not subject this person to this aspect of myself. And then exactly 10 seconds into the relationship, they're fully subjected. <laughs> so what, is, what does Dharma mean? I feel rock? so intimate with our listeners already. They're getting a, they're getting a dose. Um, well, I agree with all, I mean, it's not that I disagree with anyone's interpretation of it, but all of those interpretations feel kind of well-rounded and encompass the full extent of what, mm -hmm. what I understand Dharma to mean. Um, I, at least in, in terms of its, of its Hindu origins or it being a Sanskrit word, the verbal mm -hmm. root, it is a noun, but the verbal root in, in, uh, in Dharma is a verb. It's the verb dhrsh, which would be D-H-R. Okay. And okay. That, that verb, uh, my understanding of dhrsh is that it translates to, um, to make firm or to solidify okay. or on a softer, uh, softer side to nurture or to sustain. Mm. So it's not that Dharma is a verb. It's an, as you said, it's a noun. So it's the, the state of, of sustenance or, uh, the quality something has after it's been made firm or been solidified. So the idea of, of finding one's Dharma would be to me, there's a process there's the verbal part of that, like what you do to solidify who you are mm -hmm. um, or what you believe or what, what ethics guide your life, what choices mm -hmm. you make essentially. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's the result of who you are through that process, right? So it's like, even like with yoga, is yoga the state that you are in when you leave a great yoga class, like right. coming out of Shavasana or is yoga everything that you did to get to that state or, or is it both? Or is it just an I, aspect of reality? Right. I feel, I, I, I personally feel like it's both, you know, I feel like it's both the outcome, but also the work into the outcome. Does that make sense? Totally. Well, it's the, it's the, the goal itself and, and the pursuit of the goal and then also it's like how do you how do you determine when something starts you know like do you do you start does your yoga practice start when you take a seat on your mat or did your yoga class yoga practice start when you un, when you selected which part of the room you're going to be in and unrolled your mat and put the props there or did it start when well, you got decided to go and you got in your car so the process of finding your dharma like i would say uh, 
there have been many moments in my life where I didn't feel like I was on my path or I hadn't found my Dharma, but I recognized that in those moments, things were happening that were mm-hmm. a part of me, like catalyzing me onto my path. So mm-hmm. it's almost like there's sort of the double negative of everything. Like you're never not, you, you've never lost your Dharma, so you never can find it. But life is so tricky that way that you kind of have to go on a particular journey or path to circle back around to the beginning and realize like, Oh, the journey is the destination. And I'm going to be perpetually finding myself and finding my Dharma. And maybe that means Mm. I found something because I found that truth. So when someone, when someone, well, actually let's go back to, okay. What what about you? What like what, so do, what do I think interviewing me then like just bring on these questions? What about you? I know that's true. This is, I forget. I'm so you. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. You're. T- I mean, we got new Dharma so, now, dude. I know. I know, dude. We got to do Dharma now, dude. Yeah, come on, bro, dude. I, I think for me, it's like I just go back to like like the moral. It's like my moral duty of what I have to do this lifetime. It's like what I'm supposed to, you know, I love what you said earlier, or well, you know, the definition, like what cosmically I am here to do, what, what journey I am here to fulfill. Do you, does that, does that resonate or, or make sense at all? Sure. I mean, I think it's like, the, like the idea of finding your purpose does kind of assume that a purpose has been assigned to you. And mm-hmm. so like you, there's sort of a quest to find this concealed thing or to reveal this thing. Um, so the the question I would have to you or to anyone is like, do you believe that or, or do you believe that you are in the process of defining that? Hmm. I kind of almost feel like, I mean, obviously I believe it. Yes. And I feel like you read, you've read the alchemist. Yeah. It's one of the, yes, but continue <laughs> there's the one part in the alchemist where he talks about his life's purpose you know like his life's work and what he's supposed to you know what he's supposed to do right. and that's that's what i relate it to you know obviously you know i'm a yoga teacher and this is what i do and this is what i love and for me i feel that it's yoga helps uh me accomplish it's like a conduit to my dharma sure yoga helps me change and support people in their journeys. And that's what I feel like, you know, like I feel like my purpose this lifetime, like my Dharma, what I'm supposed to be here to do is to help people and support people and, and support them in their growth. Like I, I honestly believe that that's what I'm here to do. And yoga for me is the thing that helps me get that done. Yeah. So I, I vibe with that, that like, I think the, the tendency when we think about our purpose or someone's like, I'm trying to find my purpose. I think the, the 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 tendency is to assume that that's a specific vocation, or mm-hmm. it that it's going to look like a particular thing. Sure. Um, and so what I, I, you know, as with most things that I think, I I, I kind of embrace the paradox of it being both. Um, right. I I think that or what feels resonant to me is that our purpose is more broad and more general, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and and more shared amongst all of us. Like mm. I would suggest that probably everybody's dharma is to help each other and support each other and uplift each other and inspire each other and entertain each other to some degree or another. You know, you might you might inspire by entertaining. You might uplift through uh, 
provocation. Like you, you might, there might be a lot of different ways that you fulfill that Dharma. Um, and I think to a certain extent, like what we're looking for is what are, what is, what's the avenue that's going to provide me the greatest sense of fulfillment or that's going to, um, uh, make best use of my cultivated and more natural gifts and talents so that we can all fulfill our Dharma in diverse ways. So the idea, like I'm a singer and, um, and a musician, and it's really Mm -hmm. hard. Like that's the one area for me where, yes, I spent a lot of time cultivating, you know, my abilities as a musician, but there's a lot of it that I can't really attribute to training. You know, there's Mm -hmm. people that have something and people that, that don't have that thing kind of coming in, like, look at, you know, like Whitney Houston, like, like the voice that she had, it was like, clearly she was meant to sing. It's not that she like was, you know, there's the nature nurture thing. Like she also, her mom was a singer. She grew up like singing in churches and then from a whole musical family, her auntie or it was Aretha Franklin. Um, I'm sorry if that's not exactly accurate. I, I don't have Twitter, so no one can come after me on Twitter. Um, <laughs> We're coming after you. <laughs> I, I watched watch The View, disclaimer. <laughs> no idea that was going to come up in this episode. I watch The View every day. And and Whoopi Goldberg is always saying, like, don't come after me on Twitter. I don't care. I'm going to say what I think. So um, so there, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play that card. Um, what was I saying? <laughs> Rocky is the issue. That's the hashtag Rocky is the issue. Yeah, hashtag Rocky's Rocky Rocky Rambles uh, is trending <laughs> on Twitter, but I don't have it, so how would I know? Um, <laughs> some people are innately born with with gifts, you know, or or mm. so it would seem. Um, mm-hmm. My father was a musician. My mom was attracted to my father because he was a musician. My mom, in many ways, it feels as though I am alive because of music, and so that is sort of folded into my dharma. Um, now how I use, how I use that to fulfill a deeper sense of Dharma, which is to likewise uplift, inspire and, and help catalyze positive change on the planet. Um, I guess that's, that's the next, that's really where my considerations are. Well, and also just so that, you know, that's my thing. I I already said that. So, um, Oh, I'm sorry. Um, we'll do like a bibliography after the episode where we can put asterisks next to everything that I say right. that belongs to someone else. Right. Cause that was my, like, I just, you know, I, that was my thing. I, I kind of said that already. And so I just want to be really just so you know that. though, that my thing is actually like telling other people that their thing is my thing. So you're kind of doing my thing right now, but that's fine. It's fine. It's okay. you know what? do well, your Dharma, dude. Do your Dharma, dude. <laughs> I agree with you. I think some, you know, there, there, there are, there are these innate gifts that you're born with or, you know, and, and whether it's like a voice or a way of you know, holding space for people or whatever it is, I think that that's, uh, that's a, a, a huge part of it. Can I read you something? And, sure. and because it's not just us having this conversation, listeners, may I read you mm-hmm. something? Yes, yes, you can. Oh my. <laughs> so we have a couple of listeners. <laughs> Hi guys. It was actually we just have one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was just one person. He... Yeah. <laughs> well, hey bud. Who's that? <laughs> Hello. Oh. You sound well, how, how... I mean, thanks for tuning in. What's your name? <laughs> Danny, don't laugh at our one listener. 
Oh, sorry. We have one listener, and you're going to laugh him out, out of the studio? He actually just left. He slammed the door. He's pissed. Yeah, thank you for editing out the door slamming. He's coming after you. He's, 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 he's coming after you. <laughs> oh, I think I'm going to get a Twitter account just so he can come after me. I want, I want, I want more information about like, how old are you? Is that voice are you, are you, like, does that voice help you or hinder you in life? <laughs> is that your dharma? <laughs> um, He's just living his dharma, okay? Leave me alone. Yeah, living my best dharma. Okay, <laughs> this is a this is a quote from Dr. Douglas Brooks, uh, who mm. I've learned quite a tremendous amount from uh, in terms of yoga. He's philosophy. insane. He's awesome. He's awesome. Did you say he's insane, like insanely awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah. insanely he's... insane and awesome and awesomely insane and 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 brilliant. Um, All the things. And this is from his book Poise uh, Poise for Grace, which is his interpretation, his commentary on the Bhagavad Gita from a, a tantric perspective Uh, it's hard book to find but if you can find it it's worth a read so he says dharma is filled with complementary and even contrary meanings its many nuances will be brought out in usage uh, and context but throughout the gita the bhagavad gita it is the principle that establishes the foundations and support of all facets of reality or aspects of reality dharma is not only a natural category but also a cultural and social one It suggests the true potential of society to flourish through the establishment of justice, value, and prosperity. Dharma is principled with argument, law, and the deep feeling that the world has spiritual value. Without Mm -hmm. Dharma, we are doomed. And with it, we are held to rigorous accounts. Hmm. So I I like, you know, you you mentioned um, the word duty. And duty can be something that's ascribed to you. Or duty can be something that you inherently sense. And I think that, you know, maybe not all of us, but I can't speak for everybody, but I have a very real and profound sense within me that my life has meaning and that, mm-hmm. that I, I am here for a reason. Now that reason could just be to have fun and I'm making too much of a big deal out of everything. <laughs> or the reason mm-hmm. could be to create something or to uplift, but it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel that my existence is um is sort of a casual thing (laughs) you know like i'm aware of how unlikely it is that i'm even alive like all of my ancestors survived and procreated like who knows how many sperm were competing for that egg like i made it i'm here um right so uh, haha that's what i said to (laughs) all the odds and sperm i showed you You're like you can talk, you're a baby. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes, again. And I would, I have the voice of a pirate. Um, as a baby, yeah, as a, also a baby. Let me remind you. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, but but it's that it's that sort of that that inner sense that I have that becomes sort of a, a mm, like a a guiding force in my life. Like when I'm, when I'm acting as if my life doesn't have meaning, when I'm undervaluing myself, when I'm, when I'm not making choices that lead towards a higher potential, um, I feel it. I feel that, Mm -hmm. that sense of being kind of off target. And so Mm -hmm. again, I don't know that your path or your Dharma or, or, uh, your purpose is something you land on that you acquire and then you're there forever. But I think if you have that felt sense, I guess, as Douglas said, like, the deep feeling that the world has spiritual value and likewise you as a part of the world has spiritual value, then that sets you on a quest to fulfill that value and to find it and Mm -hmm. to, 
and to work with those forces at play. Do you feel like you found your your dharma this lifetime? Uh, I mean, yes and no. I think that because okay. um, again, like that 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 suggests that I think it's a static thing to find. I think that I've found this. I've I have found dharma. I have found mm-hmm. I have found practices that help to keep me steady and stable and um, focused and keen um, and progressing. And I've also found plenty of practices that don't. And so part of me finding my Dharma is just like navigating all that. Like, what do you, do you think you've found, do you think that it's something that you have found and now you have it? Or do you think it's something that you find and lose and find and lose moment to moment? I mean, I think that it changes and shifts, right? I think that uh, I wouldn't say, well, maybe, maybe it is moment to moment. You know, I think that I think that overall there is this purpose, right? That I'm, that I'm, that I'm doing here. Like my Dharma is this, this purpose. And I also think that there are other limbs, uh, or I guess other areas of, you know, karma in that Dharma that work hand in hand together. Does that make sense? Like there are other things that are, there are other things that are happening that influence what I'm doing. Sure. It's a moving target. How I'm, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a moving. It also changes. Yeah. Like my dharma when I'm at home with my roommate is different than my dharma when I'm in a teacher training. You know, my dharma when I'm traveling is different than my dharma when I'm not traveling. Like the the things that I do to sustain and nurture the path that I'm on uh, have to be relevant to what's happening in that moment. Like it has to be informed by what my intentions are in that moment. Um, there's this, I, I, I think I got this idea from, uh, Abraham Hicks. Have you ever read, read any of their, their stuff? I have not. The, the teachings of Abraham. It's, it's, um, it's a woman who channels this entity or this host of, of wisdoms, wisdom. Um, and they write books and do seminars and different things. The whole, the, the secret, you see the secret mm-hmm. DVD? Back oh back. yeah, 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 yeah. I think like their information was, was supposedly like the kind of source material for a lot of a lot of that stuff but um, Got it. they they have this uh, I, I've, I've heard her them it uh uh speak about the note the process of segment intending which is to say like we have our intentions like what are your intentions right now you might think oh my intentions are to make x amount of dollars per month or my intentions are, is to find you know my soulmate this year or my like you might have those bigger intentions but then like mm-hmm we also have the intention right now to record this podcast. And Mm -hmm. I think there are like the bigger goals that we have in our life. And then there are the segment goals that we have. Like my goals are to like, if I'm getting in a car, my goal is to arrive safely in the shortest amount of time uh, to my destination. Um, Right. And the notion of, of, of Dharma, at least as it's spoken about in the, in the Gita, you know, like cliff notes version of the Gita is like Arjuna has to go to battle and he kind of doubts that that is the right thing to do. I guess right. a crisis moment. So his charioteer conveniently Lord Krishna comes on, comes uh, offers him this, this com- big conversation on Dharma. Um, yeah. And what that might look like. And the idea that, that his Dharma in that moment is to go to battle. Like he's, he is a warrior on right. the battlefield, 
the intention is to fight skillfully, right? And, mm. and the idea, like, if you really want to do your dharma, if you want to find your dharma, do whatever is in front of you with the most skill possible. And you'll find it. You'll find it because you'll be doing it. You know, so like, again, this isn't Dharma in terms of like universal or cosmic law, but the way that we like all these concepts are fine and good, but then how do you actually apply them? It's like, well, what are you doing right now? Do that as best you can. Right. What about if, I mean, it just, it just popped into my head because you're, you're talking about the Gita. What do you think would happen if someone doesn't fulfill their Dharma? Like, what if someone knows that that, you know, like, well, it's kind of like the, uh, it's the idea that like, you're either punished for your sins, or you're punished by your sins, like the, the to, to not like, that's sort of a karma question, like, what's the consequence, you know, mm -hmm. karma being kind of the, the, the residual effects of, of your causes, like cause and effect, mm -hmm. consequence. Mm -hmm. Um, so the, what is what is the consequence of doing your dharma? Um, what is the consequence of not quote unquote doing your dharma? And I mean, I don't know. Like, there's like what happens in the like. Are you resurrected? Is there like an afterlife? Is do you go to hell, <laughs> or is it just it doesn't feel good to be off the path? Like, if you don't do your dharma, then you have another opportunity to to do it in the next moment. <laughs> like. You know, I think the sum total of being kind of off the mark is that you kind of lived a life that didn't feel very good. Yeah. And I think that, you know, again, I just, I think it, it changes your karma. I think it adds or, but well, yeah, it, it changed, it changes your karma because you're, you're not following through on, on the path. So that then I don't want to say stacks against you, but stacks against you. Yeah. I mean, everything is, everything is, well, with these kind of terms, it's like asking someone like, um, what's the best way to practice yoga? It's like, well, first let's define what yoga is, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. cause you might, you, what, when you ask the question, you might have a different assumption of what yoga is than I do. Right. Um, so I can, right. I could tell you, you know, the best way I think, but I don't know what your goals are. I don't know what your definitions are. So when I hear Dharma and karma relative to what we're talking about, like if we're talking about like the karma of the universe, then we're talking about like the big bang and like everything that happened, the consequences of that. <laughs> if we're talking about right. Dharma of, of the universe, then we're talking about like um, theories of relativity and, you know, attraction and expansion and destruction and creation. Like, um, I'm talking about like physics, uh, if we're talking about our individual dharma and finding it or losing it, then I feel like what we're talking or, or karma for that matter is we're talking about like choices and consequences. You know, it's like, yeah. what's the, what's or, or skill and, and carelessness, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. what's the consequences of, of, of not acting skillfully. It's like, well, you have careless causes. You'll have kind of, sloppy effects and you know that it also says in the gita it's better to do your own dharma better than or it's better to do one's dharma poorly than another another's dharma really well and to me mm -hmm. that speaks to the to, more to fulfillment it's like mm -hmm. it's like when i look at the gita it, it's it's all sort of these practices about like just do the work 
like do what's in front of you do the work and it can it can feel a little cold it can feel like wow yoga doesn't really want me to have what i want like yoga doesn't whatever whoever yoga is the yoga system wants me to like not have desire or it wants me to just like you know be kind of austere and like and and disciplined but i feel like yoga really does want you to have what you want it just recognizes that you don't get there by struggling after it or by doubting everything you're doing or by doing things only so that you can get the result. It's saying like, trust a little more. The universe knows what you want. Just do what is in right. front of you really well. And it mm-hmm. and, and the path will unfold for you. And that's, I think for me and yoga, and I, 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 I would assume for you too, um, really everyone I talk to, I don't, I don't really know anyone that's like, when I grew up, I'm going to be a yoga teacher. I mean, maybe now, <laughs> but like, you know, yeah, like totally. that, you know, if, if, if like you have a parent, that's a yoga teacher, but I think most of us kind of just live the life that's in front of us. And at some point decide to, to show up a little more fully, or maybe something happens that alerts us to the, the fact that we need to. Um, and we kind of find this path or something like it. And then it's like, Oh, I found my Dharma, but that's why I say were you not finding it before you found it? Like everything that led you to this moment kind of got you here. Cause if right. you don't, if you, if, if you, if you can find something that implies that before it was lost and before you found it, it wasn't there, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I understand. So it's like, it's, I, it's I cultivated totally and it's also inherent. It's like, I was just talking, having a conversation with my friend about like so much of the stuff we do in yoga are things that we're doing all the time. You know, we're always paying Mm -hmm. attention to something. We're always breathing. We're always moving in some way, even if it's just Mm -hmm. breathing. So we do yoga and we breathe on purpose. We move mindfully and we apply our attention deliberately. Um, In the same way, I think we always have Dharma. It's just, there are things that we do that, that bring it more to the forefront and things that we do that kind of conceal it. I love that we're just going to drop that for everyone. Good luck. Is that bye? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> but it's a lot. Oh, sorry. God. What about you? I mean, even... <laughs> what do you think? Dave? I'm a good listener, too. <laughs> I'm just sitting here crying. Like, ah, everything I thought I knew. I mean, I, the disclaimer of everything I say is like, I think. I mean, that makes sense to me. But I think I could, I could change tomorrow. I mean, it make it totally. It ch- yeah, I, I agree on that too. It just, it makes me think a lot. It makes me ponder about uh, it, it, my definition for it and where where that's gotten me so far. And now that I've learned more of that, how that's changed, how that's changed, and where that I guess where that's going to change. And I don't know. I, I don't know. There's there's a lot to unpack in that. Well, cool. I mean, cool to have like stimulating conversation that leads to more questions. I think that's the. I mean, I wouldn't say it was a stimulating conversation, but thank you for reflecting that back to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was it was a conversation. (laughs) That's. I think we could all agree that what's happening is a conversation. Is that safe? It's the. It's definitely that. Well, here's what I'll ask you. What? (laughs) Now I will ask you something. (laughs) Um, <laughs> co-host of mine. Um, yes. What would you say are the things that you do to help you find your dharma? If you have found your dharma, what helped you find it, and mm. and what was it you found? 
I'm a big fan of journaling. As most people know, if you're around me, you know, you know that I, I love to journal and that it's a big part of my life. And Sorry for the noise. And I also, my, my roommate is doing the dishes, which I love. Oh, you know, it, it's a live podcast. This is how yeah, it's, like, it's, it's so complex. It's like, I hate the noise, but I love what's causing it. So. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, like I am a big journaler um, and there have been big moments in my life where uh, journaling has actually brought out a ton, you know, like a lot of just that self, that experience to have self-reflection. Mm -hmm to get the thoughts out of my head and onto paper uh, to contemplate. That's really what I think personally has really helped me get this mm -hmm. far and to, uh, you know, help solidify the things that I'm doing and why I'm doing them and, and so on mm -hmm. and so forth. You know, I, 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 the probably journaling and having a consistent practice, I think. I would say, uh, yeah, awesome journaling and having, practice. yeah. Like, like that time, like just my, my, my sadhana practice, actually, I should say. Mm -hmm. So the time that I spend to sit, to meditate, to breathe, to move and to feel, and then I, you know, I normally reflect on all of that at the end that has gotten me, that has gotten me closer to my purpose more than anything else. Yeah. Well, it goes back to what we were saying before, um, that like, uh, Dharma can be both the thing and the thing that you do to get to the thing. You know, so like, mm. I think our asana practice, all of our practices, essentially like our practice itself, isn't our Dharma, you know, mm. conceivably like, is your Dharma to do yoga or is, is yoga what you do to, to find your Dharma? You know, and I think, and uh. I think that's why I, I, when, when people say it clearly, it, it was like, it's your Dharma or you found your purpose in teaching yoga. And mm -hmm. when I hear that, I often think like, that doesn't feel like my Dharma. Like it doesn't feel like my Dharma is yoga. It feels like my Dharma is to teach and I'm really interested in yoga. And I also want to uplift and yoga seems to uplift and inspire people. So I found right. my Dharma and yoga is sort of the, the method, the means, the, the, the avenues uh, or the, the, the outlet that I've used to be able to facilitate that. And then, you know, it's also why as I continue to grow and develop in, in all the ways that I do, um, I feel less attached truth. This might be like full disclosure on the podcast, but I feel less attached to the notion of teaching yoga. Um, cause I realized that my Dharma is bigger than yoga. Yoga has just been mm -hmm. the tool that I've used to fulfill my Dharma, both personally, um, and as a, as a teacher over these years. Right. Does that sound awful? Do I need to make it make it stop? Okay. No, no. I think I think that's fine. <laughs> it's totally. It's just the fine. sounds of of roommate dharma. Like we have our, my roommate and I have dharma. <laughs> like our. It's like there's the dharma of. I, I can only imagine. I'm not, I don't have a big family. Um, I never did, and I, I see like my friends, teachers that teach all day long, and then they go home to families, you know, and it's like the Dharma of being a dad, the Dharma of being a householder is such a different Dharma than the Dharma of dishes in the dudes. background. Yeah. Anyway, that's a tangent, <laughs> but like my, the Dharma, the agreements, <laughs> like the things that make my relationship firm with my roommate are that like, whenever there's dishes in the sink, we put them in the dishwasher. And if there's not 
if the dishes in the dishwasher are dirty, we empty the dishwasher instead of just putting more dishes in the sink. So, you know, that had to be something that we made explicit so that we were both on the same page so that if one of us doesn't do that, then we can be like, hey, <laughs> do your dharma, dude. <laughs> Rocky, I love you. Oh, my God. That's so funny, Danny, because I love you, too. Isn't that crazy? On that, on that note, <laughs> I feel like we should thank our listeners now. Oh, no. Like, <laughs> honestly, you guys, think, if, you made it, if you made it to minute 40 of this you done you yeah, done you done real real good <laughs> i think that's uh, that's a wrap for today yeah rocky I we're good great. thank you danny thank you everyone we'll see you next right, time well, yeah yeah thank you everyone until the next dharma dudes should, should we is... mention oh sure should we mention real quick that like if there are requests for topics to discuss over the next coming episodes oh, like oh yeah feel mm-hmm. free to to hit us up and let us know First, go after Rocky on yeah. Twitter and then send, send me a nice message and be like, hey, I'd love for you guys to talk yeah. about this. Interrogate me on a platform I don't have. <laughs> I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if y'all have a request, send it in and we'll definitely talk about it. We can talk about anything on the show, which is the perfect part of it. Cool. All right. Peace out, y'all. Namaste. Peace, peace out, y'all.